Okay, I don't really know what that was all about, but, um... Yeah, it looks like it deleted, like, the last 20 minutes or so of me talking, or maybe it's just that my data speed's maxed out. My, uh, data back, my data maxed out, and so now the speeds have slowed. So I'm operating on two gigs here, again at work. I thought I was uh, on my lunch earlier, and uh, apparently I forgot to clock out for it. That's really annoying. So I'm clocked out for it now. So I'm off the clock, baby. I don't know how to insert horns here or something. <laughs> Make my own freaking sound effects because I'm lame as shit. Don't you forget it. Oh, I don't know why I did that. Um, I figure I could just like change the subject real fast. Um, I could talk about the cover art. I never really finished talking about how I came by my username. Uh, but that's not really important right now. Nothing I talk about is really all that important right now. You're just listening to the sound of my voice because you really like that shit. Mm. Oh, yeah, mama likes. I don't. <laughs> uh, so the cover art, if you uh, check out my podcast, my channel. What the fuck do I call this thing? An experiment. Call it everything. Call it anything. Try everything. Uh, but yeah, if you check out my... Uh, I have cover art. I uploaded a drawing I made. All them titties. It's a group of naked women. It's a work in progress. I do intend to finish it eventually. It's actually a picture I took of it before I got to the point where I am with it now, which is... um. I have, let me think, it was Versailles, Mariana, Era, Aya, Rita. I couldn't quite include Mayu because I filled out the space. So I have five of my original characters on it, um, who are all beautiful women with slightly varying body types, uh, inspired by this drawing I saw that was shared on Facebook. I shared it too. Um, <clears throat> and a buddy and I, a buddy of mine and I were talking about it. And uh, I had lamented to him that there was, like, not really that wide a range of body types. Like, all of the women that were depicted for their body types, basically they all had huge boobs and were, like, really fit and slender. And he's like, well, if you could do it better yourself, why don't you? I was like, yeah, maybe I will. <clears throat> Just, like, crossing my arms over here and pouting, which looks... A little more seductive than I might have intended because uh, I came to work today with red, a red lip color on. <laughs> I didn't put it on this morning. I didn't get up extra early and think to myself, you know what? I want to like what I see when I look in the mirror. So I'm going to just mm, spend five or ten minutes putting on a lip color mm, and look like... <laughs> Look like the female gremlin from the second Gremlins movie. If anybody's ever seen that film, just for fuck's sakes, just if this was a video podcast, I would just try to edit in like a still screenshot of that freaking character. I thought she was so pretty. I thought that puppet was so pretty, even though she was creepy. I was like, that girl is my aesthetic. That girl gremlin is absolutely my aesthetic. 
<laughs> in terms of being like a fucking creep, but also beautiful, but also pretty. It me. <laughs> yeah, no, I put this lip color on yesterday afternoon before the gym. And then I proceeded to beat it up. I, I did my usual, my cardio. So I like sit for, uh, I think this was supposed to be the week I was supposed to do 35 minutes on the bike plus three minutes of cool down. So 38 minutes total. But when I went to the gym yesterday, I went in for like 45 minutes plus three minutes of cool down. So four, I was on the bike for like 48 minutes, which probably explains why I'm so fucking sore today. <laughs> and then I got changed really fast and I hit the pool to meet my reservation. My reservation. I feel like I set reservation in a really weird way earlier. That's just my accent, man. I'm a California girl. Just deal with it. <laughs> um, but I met my reservation. So this lip color, let's just kind of backtrack here, has survived uh, very nearly 24 hours worth of sweat, pool time, jacuzzi time, shower, two showers actually, uh, and eating some greasy foods. That's already kind of flaked off a little bit at the corners. You know, she's not complete, you know what, but she's surviving. Okay, she's there. And that matters. <laughs> um, I was really inspired when I saw this advertisement. I've been seeing these advertisements all over my freaking Facebook wall from one particular makeup company that just has the cutest shit I've ever fucking seen for a makeup company. I really want to spend money on them, uh, but their shit's expensive as hell. I saw their, uh, I'm not entirely sure what it was. I think it was like a blush and concealer and a highlighter set called the Neapolitan Bar, uh, which is designed to look after ice cream. Um, and it's so cute and it costs $20 to buy it online. That doesn't even include shipping and handling. I'm like, girl, what is you doing? They also have these um, these lip colors that they call lip whips. Um, and the lip whips, I think, are like almost $20 per color. And I don't think you can even like get to test the color and see what it might look like on your skin tone. Uh, but so the reason I bring up Beauty Bakery and lip colors is just because um, <laughs> I was inspired. Uh, my mind was just illuminated by the possibilities when <laughs> one of the advertisements for Beauty Bakery claimed this is in writing, okay? This is on the internet forever, okay? I'm pretty sure I took a screenshot of this. They will never live this down, all right? But they have an advertisement for Beauty Bakery, which you can find on Facebook and somewhere on the internet elsewhere, and in their advertisement, they boldly claim that their lip whips, their lip colors, are <clears throat> eggplant proof. They're eggplant proof. They're eggplant proof. As in, you could suck a dick and uh, it won't flake off, it won't smear, it won't disappear unless you want it to. And I was like, I gotta R&D this shit. It's time for research and development. I'm about to research and development that dick. Uh, so <laughs> I don't currently own any beauty bakery products myself, although it is my short-term, long-term 
selfish want slash wish to own some of their products at their purchasing and then try them out just because it looks so cute especially that lip whip I really got to test I'm sure I can get any of my my more willing friends to uh <laughs> to play research and development with me <laughs> oh never has science sounded so sexy well, that's just the kind of quality content we give you here at the Human Hour. <laughs> I'm making dick jokes. What is wrong with me? Oh man. Um. Yeah. So I really gotta. I really want to test that shit. And before you ask, the color that I'm wearing. Uh, yeah, I did put it through R and D. <laughs> I did put it through research and development. And let me tell you something. <laughs> Maybelline's. Matte ink superstay lip colors are not eggplant proof. <laughs> they are not eggplant proof. Or if they're supposed to be, then they're not eggplant proof with the way that I eat eggplant. <laughs> oh, BRB dying. Why am I saying this stuff? This is the type of shit I talk about when I talk to myself. This is what you're listening to. This is the shit I say to myself for my own entertainment to make myself laugh and make myself lose my shit. You're just kind of listening to a crazy girl rambling to herself at work on her lunchtime. And this is all, this is, this is what I do. This is all I do. I do it to myself. I do it all the time. How did we get here? How did I start talking about lipsticks? I didn't even write that down as like a potential thing I, sh I could be talking about. It's just something that's like been on my mind <laughs> for weeks now. Uh, I was joking about <clears throat> like Thursday night, Friday morning uh, with a buddy of mine about how uh, I put my lip color through the test and he was like, oh my god, it's still there. I was like, mm-mm. It's all faded on the inside corners. To me, that means that it didn't last. It didn't make it past the eggplant. <laughs> it did not survive the eggplant. He's like, oh, that's a really good stay, though. I'm like, it's not good enough. I need my lip colors to ride or die with me, man. I want this shit to survive nuclear winter, okay? If I die, great. But that color needs to stay snatched, okay? <laughs> I... I need a lip color that will ride or die with me, okay? It will ride and then die with me. Okay, I don't want this to come off unless I have a special friggin' formula to friggin' wipe it off. Okay, although I say that, although now that I'm thinking about it, I say that, but there was a makeup product that a dear friend of mine was, like, selling for a while. It was, like, one of those multi-level marketing some would say schemes, but the product was actually pretty good um, for what it was. Uh, they sold makeup, in particular they sold these lip colors, and the lip colors were meant to be super stay, you know, very resistant to a lot of stuff. There was just a couple problems. Um, I didn't get to like super R&D that stuff, but it had a pretty short shelf life, you know, about a year, which is like the average for some lip colors um, that are like that. <laughs> And, um, 
It it was supposed to only be removable if you had like a special remover liquid. Uh, so if you fucked up your own lip color when you were adding color, that was it, sis. You just die like that, at least until the next day, uh, unless you had the special remover. Now, I never got to uh, extensively test that because I was still baby at testing lipstick at the time and uh, experimenting with wearing lipstick. I also only ever received the one color as a gift. Um, and after experiencing the taste, I was like, mm-mm. I also was not very fond of the texture. It was like extremely dehydrating. Uh, and I cannot remember the name of the fucking brand or I would tell it to you for anybody who was curious about it. Um, but yeah, if you or anybody is listening to this weird cry into the void and you actually are aware of this particular lip brand product that has a special remover designated for it and also has a really poor taste to it, uh, remark on the remark on it in the comments. I'll probably end up asking my friend if she still remembers the name of the brand she sold. She probably do. I'm sure she still own a few. Um, but yeah, that's one of my defining uh, like gotta haves if I'm gonna buy make makeup. I was like, hmm, do it taste good? <laughs> Is it delicious? Because you don't think that your makeup is going to end up in your mouth at any point or even in somebody else's mouth at any point unless you have a very active social life, which I do. <laughs> uh, but it will. It is inevitable, much like Thanos, that you will at some point get your makeup into somebody's mouth. <laughs> and I want it to taste delicious uh, when that happens. Uh, inevitably, it will enter my own mouth while I'm eating usually and again I want it to taste delicious or even just to not have a flavor at all I also want it to have a really nice smell because I don't want to have a stinky color or stinky makeup on my face I just I don't I want to smell like a fresh summer day not like garbage not like garbage on a hot summer's day Oh, I was talking about the cover art. Uh, I did it. It me. There's five ladies, but I only pictured three because it was a work in progress and I was only about that far. Uh, it's still a work in progress. It's still just the blue girls. Um, the idea is to eventually complete true line art for it, then color them all in. Uh, they are naked. <laughs> They're supposed to be naked. I wrote a tiny list of like things I could be talking about. And the last thing here is um, dating slash hookup culture, which I, I kind of I kind of touched on that in terms of like a little bit of my experiences, at least just for this week. <laughs> at least for this week. I'm like, you've had dating experiences and hookups in the past weeks. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She's a perfect. I'm a pervert. You are a pervert. I'm like, damn straight. Darn tootin'. <laughs> it's, oh man, it's so freaking weird. Okay, well, I should really be more descriptive than that. Like, just weird. Let me, let me think about it a little bit. Okay, so it's, 
it's an uncomfortable kind of weird, and it's kind of a bad weird, and it's also objectively a hilarious kind of weird. But I'm also the type of person who tends to try to find humor in even really fucked up situations. So maybe take that in mind when you take into consideration anything that comes out of my mouth. Um, it's hard for me to take anything seriously sometimes. Uh, and that is a real goddamn problem. And it's my personal problem. Okay? Okay. Okay? Okay. Uh, using humor as a coping mechanism is bad, okay? Too bad, Mr. Mackey. Uh, regarding, like, dating and hooking up in 2021, I mean, so first of all, between 20 and 2021, we had a global issue. We had the Backstreet Boys <laughs> fucking tour. <laughs> or whatever it is the Game Grumps call it, the Backstreet Boys return tour or whatever. Fucking... I just call it the Rona. I, I call it a few things. I call it the Rona. I, I call it... I call the times before the pandemic. I refer to it as, like, in the before times. Which is a literary reference to a story I've never read. I know it's a literary vo uh, reference. I'm aware of that. I just don't know which reference I'm making to what. I know it's a book. I don't know which book. I don't know who wrote that shit. In the before times. It was like this. In the before times. I, I know I've been making a reference to. Um, that one movie that I never fucking watched. In the time of. Oh god I'm blanking on it right now. Because I've been, I've been joking around. That, like in the time of Corona. And I even. <laughs> like around this spring. Or like the start of the summer. There was some kind of a special on TV. I just happened to catch it in passing on my way to YouTube on the television. Uh, and it was something like, in the time of Corona, I was like, I was making that joke last summer. And I was making that joke this summer. And I'm making that joke all summer. And I'm making that joke this entire time. I'm tired and I'm lonely and I'm scared. Uh, so I was like, hey, I'm not the only weirdo who was making that reference. But it was like, in the time of cholera. Is the name of the movie title that I'm I'm kind of referencing and snatching from when I make that joke. So there's the movie titles in the time of cholera. Is it cholera or cholera? I think it's cholera. I speak English good. I do. It's second language, but I speak it good. <laughs> so in the time of cholera, I've been like in the time of Corona, um, and dating in the time of Corona, man is interesting it's strange it's you gotta understand that for a lot of from last march until basically may uh people were technically not allowed to see each other but they saw each other anyway um because hotels were open like don't think that hotels were shut down and preventing every horn dog with a hundred dollars from like walking through their doors going like how hi we'd like to get laid and they're like as long as you're fucking paying, we what you do in our bedrooms is between you and God. Check out time is 11 a.m. <laughs> or 9 a.m. or what have you. Uh, so, like, hotels weren't going to stop you. It was just, like, the only things that were different was, like, you couldn't use the pools at hotels. Everything, because everything was shut down. They didn't serve breakfasts anymore. Or any of the dinners. Or, like, they could only do room service and it was always busy 
you know, from an external factor, you know, trying to meet people was like, you had to basically meet with those really wild people who were not afraid of getting sick uh, of Corona or STDs. Not saying I have any. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but fucking Seinfeld. Um, it just, you're meeting up with people who know that they're flying in the face of the law. Um, you know, going to hotels when there's a huge pandemic going on just to get laid. Yeah. Uh, and I feel like I weirdly made some actual friends out of my experiences. Uh, and I might refer to them from time to time. I feel like I should probably give them aliases or something. Or nah. Mm. I don't know how much I'm going to talk about any of these people, though. <laughs> if I do, I should use fake names. Um. <clears throat> yeah, but, like, every time you meet, there's a chance you could get pulled over. So we got to, like, stay in the hotel or we stay at their place if they're able to host. And uh, every time I tell my friends my hookup stories, they're like, oh, wow, it's like an adventure. And for me, it's like, this is just life. But... <laughs> Even though I think there's nothing wrong with it, um, or that there's nothing unusual about, you know, me going out and meeting, getting my needs met, because the closed mouth don't get fed, and I'm hungry, okay? Uh, even though I don't think there's anything wrong with that, I uh, saw a picture yesterday that for some reason I took of my car where, like, the odometer was. So, like, it read all the mileage. And it was from, like, two years ago. It was, like, right after I'd come home from a funeral, by chance. <clears throat> and, um, I'm not going to say what the mileage was. But I did the math compared to where it's at today. And I've driven, like, 18,000 miles in two years. <laughs> like, that's 9,000 miles a year. Okay. <laughs> oh, okay. That's that's fucking a lot. <clears throat> um, and I think it's been quite a bit more than that in the last five years. <sighs> I drive too much. I need to stop driving around so much for the dick. I should make the dick come to me. <laughs> Out of here. Um... Yeah, but I mean, I tell my friends these stories, and uh, I guess I didn't realize that my experiences were so strange, because I'll have friends tell me their stories, their stories, and they're like, I'm not like that. I kick them out immediately, or I ignore them immediately, and I go on my phone, I'm like, you do? <laughs> you do that? That's an option? Uh, or they'll, they'll tell them to just like immediately, and I'm like, that feels a little mean to me. And that's probably why I've had the experiences that I've had. Um, so for me, if I, if I was going to comment on, like, or describe the average <laughs> session that I might enjoy with a partner, it's like, we meet up, we're intimate, and then we just talk for, like, a really long time about anything they're interested, anything under the sun, uh, I can hold fast, 
hold fast on a variety of to topics. Um, and we'll have some interesting and sometimes bizarre conversations. Like, I had a weird experience earlier this year where I got, like, slightly catfished by a guy who turned out to be over the age of 50 who ended up basically proselytizing at me. And for people who don't know what the hell that word is, this dude basically started spitting some god game at me, like, do you know you're going to hell for what we did? I'm like, cool, dude, I'll meet you there. Race you to the bottom. <laughs> we had, like, the weirdest fucking argument because we ended up having this very fierce debate about um, God and religion. Uh, oops. Hold up. Had a clock back in. Or clock back out. Clock back in. Oh yeah, so I was talking about that weird guy. <laughs> that one weird dude. So we ended up getting into this really fierce debate about religion. And I guess the guy was like a diehard born-again Christian. And I say he was diehard born-again um, because he was raised in a... I think he was probably raised like in a Catholic faith. Um, if not one of the Orthodox Christian faith, faiths. Um, and he went through, shall we say, a hard time in his 20s and 30s which is how I realized he had lied to me about his age. Because you see, on the dating site, uh, he claimed he was just a few years older than me, like late 30s, early 40s. Um, but we talked about, you know, bumming around 10 years ago when he was in his 30s. <laughs> like 10 years ago when you were in your 30s. I'm like, boy, bye. <laughs> This dude had to have been like late 40s at the youngest, uh, 50s and beyond at the oldest. It was, it was fucking weird. Uh, for the most part, he seemed like just a really talkative dude and otherwise really friendly dude until we had that debate. And uh, I thought we were ending on a really positive note and then I never heard from the guy again. <laughs> Which is honestly all for the best. I mean, I was very much lied to. Uh, he looked way older than the freaking photos he had shown me of himself. Um, and he just started saying, he had said all this really weird stuff about how he supposedly dated some girl that was really famous on MySpace, MySpace back in the day when she was like 20 years old and he was in his early 30s. I'm like, bro, that should be considered grooming. Holy shit. That is a wide age difference. Oh man, that guy was wild. And more recently, well not that recently, it was like a week after that guy, um, or a couple of weeks after that guy, I hooked up with this other guy. I won't name names. He's super cute. He's like about my height. So he's short, but he's not short where it counts, trust me. And, uh, you're kind of an awkward dude, but super duper sweet. Um, he had this cute little comic he has up on Instagram. He works on it like every week, if not every day. He's very hardworking. Um, I really admire his talent. Uh, and how just like nose to the grindstone he is. I respect it. 
It also means I never hear from the guy unless I message him, and sometimes not even that. So I, I'm thinking maybe at most he'll be a friend. Don't really know what else to make of that. <laughs> not boyfriend material. Uh, he just he he's really too busy to to have that kind of time or that energy uh, with anybody. I mean, I wish him the best on that journey if he ever decides that's something he wants. Good luck, dude. <laughs> um, but we, we basically mostly just talked about art. I, I had another guy I had met last year, and I have not met up with him since then, but he keeps threatening me with a good time and then flaking. And so I, I think I'm just going to call him the flake because we're actually friends on Instagram and uh, I would hate for him to hear this podcast and learn I was talking shit. Uh, he'll, he'll know who he is. I'm, I'm just going to call him the flake because, um, okay, this guy and I, in the course of our talking since like January of last year have made f no less than four plans to hang out and he has bailed last minute on three of those plans. So that's why we've only met up the once. Even then, on the one time that we did meet up, he was like three hours late. <laughs> I was like so prepared to start having a me party in the hotel. I was just like, man, I wish I'd brought my freaking GameCube. I could have been playing games on this widescreen TV freaking naked, freshly showered, feeling myself, bring a sex toy, fuck it, I'm gonna have a good time. And then he shows up and ruins my good time. I'm like, ah! I had ordered food. I was stone cold munching when he showed up. I was like, oh, my plans ruined by the dick, <laughs> by the flake. He was actually a really sweet dude too. Um, I think he just felt really bad that he knew he was so late to meeting up that he was trying to make up for it by being like extra attentive, which is like, the thanks, appreciate. <laughs> uh, he was a really nice guy, just so sincere, uh, and a massive pothead, <laughs> which was probably part of why he's such a fucking flake. Um, but, I mean, we had ourselves a really good time. I think while we were together, that dude took no less than, like, four showers. I guess he just can't stand the feeling of sweat on his body. We talked about life. Like, he told me about, like, his past. He got married, like, way too young to a girl from another country. And then they got divorced while she went back overseas because they just had an impossible time with, like, working out visas and whatnot. Plus, they were, like, in their early 20s or something at the time. It was not liable to work out. He has a kid from a different relationship altogether. I don't know if the kid is living with the mother, like, in a whole other state. But, like, there's that. So he's got this really cute kid running around he never sees. And in the meantime, whenever strange women are willing to let him put his penis inside of them, he do that. <clears throat> he's also super duper into fitness. Like, that's... If the guy was autistic, that would be his special interest, is, like, fitness. Uh, just in general. Like, the guy came across to me kind of like... Y'all remember Phoebe from 
friends. I'm not calling him stupid. He's not stupid, okay? I'm not calling him stupid. He is not stupid. Uh, but homeboy do be having a bit of a one-track mind. And the thing that clearly just kind of lights that fire in his eyes and in his heart is is fitness and the concepts of working out and how, you know, kinesthesiology works and the science of it, which is really cool. He also had a pretty uh, expansive sense of taste in music, which was really rad. He got to share some really cool tunes with me. I got to listen to them. It was great. We had ourselves a boss-ass time. Uh, and then he left. And I have not seen the dude since. He threatened me with a good time about a month ago or a couple weeks ago. And then, again, he flaked. So, I don't know what's going on with him. Uh, as far as I'm concerned, we're homies. <laughs> I hope he's okay. I hope the flake is okay. Uh, I could talk about this topic for a while. I mean... Basically, like, every person I sleep with, we end up at some point either talking about their lives and some shit that's going through their heads, and I end up playing sex therapist. I end up playing, like, Dr. Voluptua, which is kind of a deep-cut webtoon reference to, um... Okay, so here's a fun, fun thing I could talk about. A hole up. Ah. Yeah, we're gonna pretend that never happened. I went outside to go snatch a feather that was on the ground. It had blue. Bitches love blue. I got me blue. <laughs> um. Yeah, but when I'm hooking up with guys, we usually end up like talking about their lives or about anything that grabs our respective combined interests. Like I said, I can talk about pretty much anything and everything. And whatever interests them, sometimes they're just interested in themselves. That's cool. <laughs> sometimes they're interested in trying to work out their problems, and I end up playing Dr. Voluptua for them, which is itself a deep-cut reference to... Um... So here's a fun fact. This is what I was going to talk about, now I remember. So... When I was in high school, I was really into a webcomic artist that I knew at the time as Josh Lesnick. And I was thinking about his comic, Dr. Voluptua, which is an adult work that he did. I really gotta stop misgendering this person, uh, but that's just how I, how I knew them at the time. Uh, originally had done uh, Girly and then Wendy. And another one he did, uh, oh, it was Cute Wendy was what it was called. Cute Wendy and then Girly. And I think he had another variation on Wendy. Uh, but Girly was like the sequel to Wendy, if I recall correctly. Uh, and then he did Dr. Voluptua. And I lost track of this artist for like 10 years or more. So I was looking back into Josh Lesnick and I discovered... That a few years ago, like four or five years ago, maybe a little more, Josh came out as a trans woman, which explains a lot of Miss Lesnick's work. I don't remember what name she prefers to go by now, but I've been using the wrong pronouns for her because when I first interacted with this artist, I knew them as a male, 
now that I know that they're they identify as female, I really want to respect those pronouns. So let me try to hold myself accountable from this point on. Um, but I found out, you know, one of my favorite webcomic artists was a trans woman this entire time. I was like, oh shit, I've been misgendering them this whole time. FML. Um, so I, I don't know what name Miss Lesnick prefers to go by. Um, but just call her Miss Lesnick. Uh, because the last name has not changed. So Miss Lesnick did Dr. Voluptua, I think around 10, a little over 10 years ago. Uh, and Dr. Voluptua was kind of a comedy. It was halfway between, like, really serious and dealing with genuine sexual issues that people can actually have in real life. <laughs> and then it would swing into, like, the royally absurd, because that was just Miss Lesnick's sense of humor. Um... It still is, I think. Um, but I haven't seen any of her new work since. To my knowledge, she's still creating content to this day. Uh, she's still getting paid to do what she does and what she's so good at. Um, I just haven't seen any of it in like 10 years. Um, but yeah, I end up playing Dr. Voluptua for a lot of these guys. Um, I have one buddy who will not be named. Uh, I'm gonna just call him fucking Drew. Uh, and Drew is, uh, he was raised, like, Russian Orthodox Christian by his family. He comes from, like, a huge family. And, uh, that fuck, that fucks a person up a little bit. <laughs> Especially since he has, like, a really fluid sexuality. And in his religion... The way his family raised him to think was, you know, no sex before marriage. Um, and if you do, you know, only one position, for example, the one that God approves of, it's only for making babies. And <laughs> that's not how he do the sex. So, so he hasn't been. And so he feels a lot of, like, this Christian guilt over it. And I've tried to tell him, like, you should probably tell your family... You're fine. You're okay. There's nothing wrong with that. But he's just like, uh, if they find out that I have a sex life, I'm gonna die. I mean, there's a little bit more nuance to his concerns. And he has valid concerns. And just, from my perspective to him, I was like, I'm pretty sure if your family's as close as you say that they are, I don't think that they'll hate you for it or that they'll necessarily think less of you for it or that they'll even straight up shun you and isolate you just because of it uh, but he insists <sighs> I hope he gets better sometime Wow, that kind of covers both dating hookup culture as well as human advice, which I wrote down as well. So to, just to kind of, in the interest of full disclosure here, the plot, <laughs> the plot points I wrote down were Juneteenth, The Good Place is Better Than Good, Human Advice, The Cover Art, and Dating Slash Hookup Culture. I have covered four of these five things, uh... The thing I have not yet covered is The Good Place is Better Than Good. <laughs> Which is my opinion. And it's true, okay? Um, but I've been talking 
very nearly 40 minutes for just this segment. I don't know if any of the other segments recorded all that cleanly. And I mean, I will be kind of nipping and poking if all of it's saved. I mean, like, just kind of, hold on. I think I actually fucking have scissors here somewhere. I'm going to be like, snip, 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 motherfucker. I just making quality content here. Nothing but the best for you. Mommy made your favorite. Open wide. <laughs> this is a special place in hell for me. I know it. <sighs> ah. I'm kind of expecting one or two people to show up around this time and they're still not here. Um... I was talking with a buddy about how I just, I really love The Good Place. It's so well written. It's so well written. And it's so well acted. I mean, Darcy Carden, excellence. Excellence in acting. Um, the guy who plays Chidi at a Gonye. Sorry, I saw a bird. That's usually a pretty great excuse for me in terms of being distracted by anything. Uh, but the guy who plays Chidi at a Gonye, um if I didn't just completely mangle his name. Uh, I want to say his real... The actor's name is William... Was it William Jackson Harper? William Harper Jackson? I'm sure his name is Billy O'Mac, buddy. <laughs> uh, he, does, he does a great job. Of course, Christian Annie Bell. Of course. And, um, oh God, I'm blanking on his name, but he's he's been famous for decades. Oh, he was on Cheers. Oh, he wears glasses. Oh, I don't remember his fucking name right now. But he plays a... No, I can't say that because that ruins the plot. He plays a character in the show who is very important and central to the plot. And uh, he was on Cheers. Fuck it. He's had a really violent past. Oh, but he seems like a stand-up guy in the show. Seems like old boys chilled out a lot since then. Uh, man, that writing is so freaking good. I'm, I don't feel like I have the energy to talk about this anymore. I feel like I'm running out of steam. I mean, I had some part of my lunch for breakfast this morning. And um, I'm actually getting hungrier. I like almost never eat during my, my quote-unquote designated lunch times at work. Just because... Just because... Um, I often eat at work, like, right after I get here. You know, two, there's such long periods of time where no one, no human being is here. All it is is birds. <laughs> I don't know if that twittering was, was picked up by the recording at all. All it is is birds and other assorted wildlife. Friggin' coyotes, skunks, snakes, mice, rats, uh, bugs. Many bugs. So many bugs. Oh my god, the bugs. And, um... Squirrels. Pretty sure I even saw squirrel porn accidentally. Uh, I'll tell you what I actually saw. I was here like a week or two ago. A weekend or two ago. And I was just staring out the window. And I saw this one squirrel that was just vibing on the ground. And this other squirrel ran down a tree, saw the other one just chilling on the ground, 
He ran over and tackled it, and then he mounted it from behind. And there was movement. I can't. <laughs> I had to rub my eyes a little bit. And I'm like, am I fucking seeing what I think I'm fucking seeing right now? Am I watching two squirrels have sex? Does this make me a squirrel sex voyeur? Am I a pervert? <laughs> like, of course I am. That had nothing to do with the statement or the topic at hand. I just am regardless. <laughs> and I was just like, I feel like I should be recording this and putting it online. But I also feel like I'd probably get struck for <laughs> uploading porn to the internet. <laughs> Alright, well, I'm tired, so I know I called it the human hour, I have no idea. Post-editing, I ran out of high-speed data while I was recording this, so I have no idea how the fuck it's gonna go. Um, I hope that whoever was listening, or whoever ends up listening to this, I hope you were entertained. Were you not entertained? Uh, if you were, please tell me. I I crave, I I crave uh, the acceptance of my peers. And if you were not entertained, I welcome uh, like valid critique and criticisms. Uh, but if you just want to be a dick, don't, don't be a dick, don't be an asshole. Just be nice. You don't have to be that guy. Okay. Ain't nobody want to hear that shit. You being negative. Okay? Me being negative. Ain't nobody want to hear that. Okay? We're just here to vibe and then cry about it later. How many musical references can I put into my podcast before it ends? Bye 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 bye!